0: This is Reaching the Finish Line And I'm your host, Callan Dix. Check out the website www.reachingthefinishline.com And pick up my free report Save up to 75% What they don't want you to know reachingthefinishline.com And welcome Today you are in for a treat. Today is going to be a lifestyle entrepreneurship 101 teleclass in the form of a podcast episode for you. I know a lot of people would like to become lifestyle entrepreneurs. They want to reach the finish line, and this is a way to be able to do that. They see my expat lifestyle, being an expat entrepreneur, they see me living in multiple countries, very nice places, low cost of living, high quality of life, living like a boss. And many people will like to do the same thing. So I'm going to take the opportunity to walk through what it will look like. be able to do that. Now today I'm going to talk about three common paths that you can start to be a lifestyle entrepreneur. I mean you can continue to remain in the United States or your country of residence or you can do it abroad as an expat, nomad, however you want to do it. But lifestyle entrepreneurship is basically uh, creating a business based on your own type of lifestyle so without further ado let's get started now there's three common ways that you can start with a lifestyle entrepreneurship business and that's you can monetize a blog monetize a podcast or monetize a video channel or If you combine the three together, you would actually um, probably achieve success more rapidly as opposed to just doing one single one. But there are some ways we can talk about in this episode and where uh, you can create a full-time income off of one or multiple paths And the shortest amount of time possible. So before we go into it, one thing that you want to keep in mind is three things. Quantity, quality, and marketing. It's very important. Uh, It's very imperative no matter what you're doing, be that it's a podcast, a blog, a, uh, a video channel, so starting off with quantity, you want to be regular with your content, okay? And as you're being regular with your content, you want to pretty much deliver the same quantity so people can expect that they're going to get a, a certain amount of content every single week or month or every day depending on your own frequency so let's give an example now when it when it comes to quantity regarding content you can have a short blog post you can have a long-form blog post you can have short podcast episodes you can have long podcast episodes you can have short videos can have long videos but you have to discern regarding how much content is going to be enough what's going to be enough for your followers so that they stay with you so let me offer this let's say for an example that you have a blog and your blog is 400 words and you release that Once a week. Well, maybe that's not going to be enough content to hold people who may be interested in that type of topic for just once a week. Maybe they'll prefer to go somewhere else where they can get more content, um, whether it's once a week or perhaps they can get more or more shorter pieces of content and they may get it every day, which ultimately will be more content than the content that you're offering. So, maybe 400, a 400 word blog post would not be enough for once a week. But if you did that once a day, then that could be perfect. Every day, a 400 word blog post, that can be perfect. Um, if you chose to go the other way around and where you write long form blog posts and where you're writing uh, once it's like 1200, 1400, 1500 words, then Perhaps that can justify you only publishing something like that maybe once a week. Uh, I can definitely tell you that if someone consistently posted a thirteen hundred word blog post once a week, then I will I will more, uh, I will probably check back with them every week, you know, to get more content regarding my topic of interest. Also, if you are creating let's say long form content if you're doing it every day that could be too much that could be overwhelming and then that can also dissuade people from reading your content so if it, 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 it if you prefer to go in the long form content direction uh you, you don't want to do it every day that probably could be too much twice a week is not a bad option at all twice a week uh once a week uh, it's definitely great. If you go to the opposite end and where, it sh- where it's short-form content and where your blog posts about 400 to 500 words, uh, once a week may not be enough. Okay? I Now, that also depends. If you're including a lot of links to resources and where people can get a lot of those uh, resources within those links in your articles, then maybe you can skip by with once a week, but I wouldn't recommend that. I would definitely say if if 500 words, a, a blog post, if I find you where blog post is what you're reaching for, you should definitely go twice a week, um, uh, you know, as far as your publishing uh, frequency. Now, if you wanted to go more than that, then that's fine too, but you have to find what is going to be the sweet spot. That keeps people that's interested in your topic engaged and to stay on your website, because that's what you want ultimately. Uh, there's nothing wrong with outbound links um, or inbound links, like, uh, rather, or, or basically links that go out, links that go away from your site. There's nothing wrong with those links uh, to validate a point you're trying to make, but you also want to make sure you have a mixture of of links. That keep people on your website. Start with a free audiobook. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and scroll to the bottom of the page to click on the audible banner to get your free audiobook. You may not have a lot of free time, but you can definitely listen to a book on a plane, on the bus, or even while you're driving. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and scroll to the bottom of the page to click on the audible banner. get your free audiobook start reaching the finish line with your free audiobook because that's very important otherwise people are going to spend most of the time off your website instead of on your website if you want to encourage people to buy from your website you definitely want to keep people on your website and that's and that's where you can include relevant links to other pieces of content that's also on your website so you can increase the likelihood of people buying from you. Now, let's take a shift of that into uh, podcasts. Well, it's the same thing. You know, if you're if you're publishing podcast episodes, recording them, if you have a, if you have a fifteen minute podcast episode and it's once a week, you're not going to keep people engaged. It's going to be very very difficult. If you're publishing uh, two-hour podcast episodes every single day, it may be too much for your target audience. So it's about finding that sweet spot. Same thing applies to videos. Uh, Whether you prefer to host all your videos on your website or maybe use uh, 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 a resource like YouTube or Vimo or Dailymotion, it's the same principle. You know, do you want to you want to create uh, two two-hour videos every single day? Well, that's probably going to keep your your audience engaged, okay. And if you create uh, a five-minute video uh, once a week, well, that might not be enough either. So it's really about finding the sweet spot. Now, let's shift over to quality because that is. As equally important regarding quality, you want to make sure when you're offering content that is—I mean, basically—you want, want to make sure that you're offering something that is really not typical. It's, it's not something where people can hear from anywhere else. You know, like, like it's if if I go to someone f- for advice, okay, uh, whether it's business, or whether it's Uh, let's say a legal or whatever it is, I don't, I I would want to pay for something and where they just want to tell me the same thing that I already know because obviously that's not, that's not giving value. Now there are a lot of people who do that. A lot of people who try to monetize a blog and they just say the same thing that everyone else is saying, unfortunately. And, or through a podcast or through a video channel uh, via YouTube or whatever, Nowadays, people are getting tired of that, okay? So, you have to really place an emphasis on delivering high-quality content. Because if the content is not high-quality, you're going to lose a significant amount of readership. Or better yet, you're going to reduce the probability of increasing your readership. So, when it comes to high-quality content, okay, what are some examples? Well, one example is you might want to get variety, okay? So, like, think, like, multimedia, all right? So, maybe you might have an article with some video. Uh, Maybe you might have an article with some audio. Uh, Maybe you might have uh, a piece of content that typically people wouldn't get access to. For example, uh, I recently interviewed Robert Kiyosaki. And he's a very, he's, he's the number one uh, personal finance author in the world. And many people pay thousands of dollars to hear him speak. You know, the conferences, uh, these type of seminars, these events. And I interviewed him on my show. And, you know, recently, if you're familiar, I released a... Uh, a premium radio subscription, and where uh, I take my uh, the service that I've been giving people uh, for for you know over a year, I've took that to the next level and offering people things like ma- uh, uh, co-hosted mastermind calls with my guests, um, you know, opportunities to send me questions beforehand so I can ask the guests your questions. Uh, during the interview, um, free, free event tickets, you know, like for example, these people like Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Laurel Langmeier of The Secret, uh, these type of A-list, um, people, when they have events, when they have events, you know, a lot of times these type of people say, you know, Hey, you know, would you like a few, would you like a, would you like a few tickets to give away to your audience? And I'm always happy to do that But these tickets, they cost like $5,000 And I could just pass that on to you For just being a premium radio subscription But my whole point of all that is to say this I interviewed R.P. Kiyosaki And I made that available to everyone for free and I didn't charge for it um, And there are some type of radio um, st- stations or radio programs better yet that actually do that like Coast to Coast AM is a very popular one very popular radio show uh, and they charge as a premium service you can get some of their episodes for free but a lot of those episodes are the older episodes but the current episodes people pay for it so there's another one called Mixergy Uh, it's the same thing uh, where uh, Andrew Warner interviews a lot of uh, millionaires uh, especially a lot of people in the startup realm And he also charges uh, as a premium radio uh, service. Now, one thing I do differently, you know, uh, than people like Mixer G or Coast to Coast AM is you still get free current episodes. You just only get 30 minutes of it as opposed to uh, their premium radio subscribers. They get a full hour, among other types of benefits. But that's just one example as far as again number one, diversifying you know creating multimedia uh, content you know having you know having having uh, having an article with video, having an article with audio, maybe even having an article with uh, uh, video and audio, uh, having offering content that people typically can't find anywhere else, like interviewing these guests uh, like Robert Kiyosaki in which I offered the full interview on my website and that's something you can check out at reaching the finish line.com. I believe that is episode 57 that's another way of high uh, quality content and there are many ways that you can offer this type of content you can also be a curator and that's another way and where you specifically look for things that are trending that are going viral and perhaps you can share that on your website and you can add your own commentary to it. So maybe uh, create kind of an article out of it. Uh, let's say a video that has been going viral and you can uh, embed the video into your article and maybe you can write 400 to 500 words about it. And and that's offering value. That's high quality content because now you have delivered something that has already became Popular among the public, and then as, as, as people trusting you, you're also providing more value by offering your commentary to this viral piece of content. So uh, those are three types. Those are more or less two to three types of ways that a person can create quality content. So that's very important uh, as far as the quantity to the quality type of ratio. Because let's let's look at this closely, all right? Again, you know, when I'm talking about when I'm talking about quality, same thing regarding uh, a podcast episode, regarding uh, a video on your YouTube channel, on your website, on your Vimeo or whatever. It's just this is differently, you know. It, it if, if 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 this was a podcast instead of a blog, uh, essentially, uh, you can you can have articles. Uh, You can can have, uh, you can have a podcast page that links to articles or you can, uh, if you have a video, uh, you can have, um, snippets of a podcast episode inside a video. Again, if you combine all three together, blog, podcast, as well as a video channel, uh, that is something where you can definitely maximize, um, your return on investment you can definitely achieve set you could definitely uh, be on a path and become a a full-time lifestyle entrepreneur much faster again there are other ways uh, that you can just solely focus on podcasting solely focus on blogging solely focus on uh, being a a youtuber as they call them nowadays and perhaps if there's some time we can we can uh, talk about those But uh, I would definitely suggest that you combine all three to make to to get the maximum effect. So when it comes to quantity to the quality ratio, so we talked about before and where you have to give enough content to keep the readers engaged, but you can't give them too much content to overwhelm them. So it's about finding that sweet spot, okay? And once you can find that sweet spot, then it goes to the quality. Because the quantity is initially what attracts the person to your blog, your podcast, or to your, your, let's say, YouTube channel or Vmo channel, all right? And once they watch the first video, once they hear the first podcast episode, If they like what they hear, they're going to check your archives and see what else you have, and they're going to see, oh, well, okay, this guy publishes every week. Oh, okay, this guy publishes uh, uh, every day, okay? So that plays a big part, and it's very important that you are creating quality content because if they like what they hear, if they like what they see, or if they like what they read, they're going to often go to your archives to uh uh listen view or read more of your content so that's very important they're going to check out the quantity first because everyone is different doesn't necessarily mean that if you have short form that's going to automatically turn away a lot of people because some people do prefer short form content and the opposite is true; some people prefer long form content just because your your content let's say your your youtube channel is is a, is a, is two hour, is two hour inter, you have two hour interviews or let's say your podcast episode is an hour and a half or let's say your articles are fourteen hundred words that's not necessarily going to turn people away from your content either uh certain people have different preferences, and as people if you can create consistency. People can have a better understanding of what they can expect from you and make an intelligent decision whether they want to stay with you or not. So that's very important. Once they check out the quantity of your content, or, or, or sorry, once they check out uh, the quantity of your content, then they're going to start. Listening to at least, like, again, one episode, uh, watch one video, read one article. If they like the quality, then they're going to check out your archives for more. Okay? But see, that's not all. You know, and, and a lot of times there's misinformation, and the conventional advice is all you have to do is worry about the quality and the quantity, and that's it. You know, you just got to do that consistently, and eventually, you know, success will take off and all the money will start f- f- uh, raining down. And uh, again, there is, no, there is no doubt that if you do something consistently for a long time, you will start to see success. But nowadays, almost everyone has a blog. Nowadays, almost everyone has a podcast or a YouTube channel or a Vmo channel, whatever it is. So you have to be different. You have to stand out and that's where you have to learn how to market yourself strategically. Because that's the only way that you're going to accelerate your growth to eventually becoming a full-time lifestyle entrepreneur. Hey, did you know that podcast advertising is one of the most engaging types of digital advertising? cast.market makes it easy to advertise on podcasts. Sign up and try the campaign creator today. target quality shows specific to your product or service enter my podcast code Callen, K-A-L-L-E-N and my show will automatically be included and site fees will be waived go to cast.market today now when it comes to marketing there are many ways that you can consider okay one for our marketing is getting featured on other websites publications those type of things uh, you can use something like Hero. H A R O. It stands for Help a Reporter Out. And that's a resource. Now, keep in mind, it's a free resource, which many of you may like. But with anything being free, you get what you pay for. Okay? So uh, I have had success on Hero. But you have to be consistent on Hero. Okay, it's not like you can you, you, you can you can subscribe for the list, get a few emails about uh, what some journalists are looking for, and maybe I don't know once a day or 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 actually once a week you pitch them, you, you pitch three times, you think you're gonna get three responses? It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Uh, if you're consistent every day, uh, if you can at least pitch once a day to let's say I don't know one to two different people. Uh, being up to five to ten a week, you will probably for every for every five to ten uh, pictures that you make, you'll probably get one feature. Okay, and I know that doesn't sound encouraging. <laughs> that, you know, it does sound encouraging. Uh, you can get one. That's average at most two, but that's the reality of a service like that. And, and and that's if you want to get feature on, let's say, popular blogs, or let's say some of these prolific publications. Uh, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur Inc magazine, uh, monster.com, uh, Sarasota Herald Tribune, uh Fast Company, these types of publications. And I've been featured uh, probably to say in all of them. So, uh and, and again, it's just being consistent. If this is really what you want, if this is how you want to reach the finish line, then this is going to get you there. Much faster. You have to use marketing again. Quality and quantity is not going to be enough to get you there in the fastest amount, t- a fastest amount of time possible. You have to use marketing, and using Hero as far as getting featured uh, in certain popular blogs and prolific publications is one way you can do that. Another way you can do that is uh, being a guest on podcasts or radio shows according to your niche. That's something you can also find on Hero, but you're not going to find, uh, you're going to find very little of those type of opportunities. I would definitely recommend that you pitch people. Uh, so for example, perhaps podcasting may be easier for you because typically with podcasting, they don't expect you to be as polished as a radio show, an like AM, FM, or satellite radio show, where they expect you to know your points like like your like your name, you know. Like they don't want to hear you stuttering, mumbling, fumbling around to try to make your point. Really, AM, FM, and satellite radio is the gold standard. So you have to be polished, you have to be perfect, you have to be ready to go. Simply, how it works is you have a media kit, you send it to them with a sample list of questions, and when they ask you those questions, you can fire off the answer again as as familiar as you would know your name, like just like like uh, automatic without any uh, difficulty. With podcasts, this is a bit more informal. Uh, You can definitely get by with with a few stutter steps and uh, rants and those type of things. But even the podcast um, industry is actually increasing now with the standard with a lot of popular bloggers and even a lot of uh, media outlets are raising the standard in regards to podcast quality. So that's very important. Another one. Is. TV. Now with TV. Um, it could be definitely frightening. Uh, I, I I think there was a. There was a statistic that said. That the second thing. Besides dying was public speaking. And when you're on TV. That's essentially what you're doing. I mean this is definitely an abbreviated version of it. But it's that's, that's essentially what you're doing. But uh, if a person doesn't feel comfortable on TV, uh, they can do things like interviews on popular YouTube channels. So that can be a way to get around it. Especially, well, at least with that, uh, the person interviewing the folks would just be on your face and your shoulders, and uh, you know, you know, kind of like uh, all the way down to your elbows. So at least you won't have to be worried about maybe. You know, being on TV and a person can see that your legs are shaking or something like that. But essentially, those are things you can overcome gradually with practice and being more comfortable uh, speaking to other people about topics. It's essentially, when when you're having these type of interviews, it's a conversation. You know, I think the perception that put, puts fear into people is that thousands of people are listening to them live, and I think that's what makes people nervous. And I had the same I had the same troubles as well. And the last thing is uh, you can uh, become a contributor for some of these huge um, authority publications. Uh, these, these are prolific uh, publications, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, Forbes, Inc., Fast Company, uh, F- uh, Fortune Magazine, Financial Times, The Guardian, these types of publications and where if you can write consistently about your niche, well, people will look at you as an authority and in every, in every article, typically you have a bio box in where you can uh, give a brief bio of yourself and you have a link to your website and people can click back to your website if they're interested in more of your content. So those are really four ways. Uh, I hope that was very helpful. You can do that, uh, again, whether you have a, a podcast, a a video channel via YouTube, Vimeo, um, Daily Motion. Perhaps you may just have the whole thing on your website with your blog, or uh, again in a blog. So uh, and where you can uh, offer a lot of blog posts, and you can multimedia that if you want to. And we talked about that earlier. So you know, if you want to, if you if you want to hear that again, you can definitely refer back to the episode. But. I hope that was helpful. And for the people, uh, this episode is this episode is not uh, an hour episode uh, because the last episode we had with Bobby Casey that actually went an hour and a half. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, the person, the the, the premium subscribers uh, are getting. The extra half hour on the last episode so typically the premium subscribers all episodes are an hour long but the episode was almost an hour and a half long so this episode was only uh this episode is only about half hour but i definitely wanted to create an episode like this because this is a common question that i get about how can people get started how can people reach the finish line now as you know there there is a a self-help component in it as well. And where I tell people you have to embrace uncertainty. You have to get started. You know, you don't have to see every single step in front of you. You just need to see the next step in front of you. And most people don't get started because they want to have it all laid out. You know, what's going to be step four, step six, step ten, step twelve. Well, unfortunately, that's not how life works. <laughs> that's not how life works. People could plan. As much as they want to, but often in life, things do not go according to plan. So uh, I, I wrote a great uh, post uh, on, my, on my site, reachingthefinishline.com forward slash blog. It's called The Expat Entrepreneur Reaching the Finish Line Abroad and where I talk exactly about this issue. So I definitely recommend that you check that out. So get started, uh, uh, pick a path or, 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 or again, take those three paths and combine it. You know, uh, at that point, you'll probably know what your niche is going to be. Embrace uncertainty. Just worry about the first step in front of you. Whether that's you know, if you want to move to a different city, uh, perhaps you want to move to a different city in the United States or to your own country, or maybe you want to move abroad or whatever you want to do. Uh, Just do it. You know, just just do it while you're taking the first step as a lifestyle entrepreneur, and just worry about the next step. Do not worry about the 5th the, 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 the step The 8th step The 12th step Because if you do You're not going to get started And you're, you will forever be paralyzed In where you are right now And that's not That's not what I want for you I want you to reach the finish line In your careers Thank you For listening Just another great episode By Callan Diggs Best selling author And career strategist As seen at Fast Company And Inc. Magazine And for now the email list you're missing out, go to reachingthefinishline.com and subscribe to get all the exclusives.